What's up, everybody? Alex here with my main man, Sean. Welcome to another episode of Jiu-Jitsu Radio. I know it's been a while. We've been a little bit busy. Listen, we're going to get into it so you guys understand just how crazy the past few weeks have been for both of us. Even not just the podcast, but with our own personal lives and friends and others. Listen, it's been crazy. But before we get into that, we want to give a big shout out to all of our sponsors. A big happy birthday to our family over at Chocaloha. We want to wish you a happy birthday. I was going to try and get Sean to sing happy birthday for you. But the microphones just can't handle all that sexual white chocolate, like smooth voice that he has. And he's got to save his voice for tonight for XFN. But either way, happy birthday to uh, to our good friends over at Chocaloha. Don't forget to check out Chocaloha.com. Use the promo code Jujitsu Radio at checkout and you'll get 20% off some of the coolest gear in grappling, hands down. Check it out. Chocaloha.com. Jujitsu Radio, all one word for the promo code. Also, don't forget to check out our friends over at jujitsusoapco.com. When you use the promo code JJ Radio, just the letters JJ Radio. I got to do it backwards, right? So it's going to be this. Yeah, way. what are you doing? I can't do it backwards a lot. It would be this way, that way, this way. Yeah. Okay. I can I can write backwards. Nice. Okay. Go to jujitsusoapco.com. Use the promo code JJ Radio at checkout to get 15%. Off of some soaps. Listen, it's all about hygiene. You want to get good hygiene. What's all about hygiene? It's all about the hygiene. Listen, how what many is times, all about the hygiene? How many life, times life? have you rolled with someone? You're like, damn, you stink so bad. Your gi reeks. Listen, I've unfortunately that's, had that's an idea gi. waiting to pop. What right there? Gis? I think jujitsu. I think jujitsu soap coach should get start looking for a uh, start creating a jujitsu soap for your gi guess what they already have you can get yours at jujitsusoapco.com use the promo code jj radio get a discount tell them we sent you and also don't forget to check out our newest sponsor on instagram ajg fight go to ajg fight on instagram i'm like thinking like i'm about to sneeze go to ajgfight.com check out how you can get your gi custom just ready for competition whatever designs you can come up with they can put it on there they just finished doing cyborgs gi we're getting ready to send our geese finally to go over there get ready i saw for pedro's pedro's, pedro's gi look came out dope right pedro's got his logo and stuff like that like listen go to ajg fight on instagram let them know we sent you they'll take care of you the best heat presses on your gi that you could possibly get listen i could go grab my gi right now you can see what happens when you go the cheaper companies the ones that can never give you an answer the ones that you have to wait two months for them to answer or you have to threaten about social media that you're gonna like talk about no none of that stuff here ajg fight will take care of you we promise that go check them out get your gi ready for competition this year now been a crazy couple of weeks i need to get a drink because this is empty and we're gonna get this party started you ready I'm trying to live. I'm trying to do my. I, I've accepted uh, WWJD as my my personal mantra. What would Jesus do? No. What would Jocko do? What would Jocko do? So, what you say? You're drinking out of glass? No. Oh. This is what I'm drinking. Like, yeah. like I don't change out this water bottle. I, I don't just. It's not. It's just wherever I'm going, the water bottle's going. Yeah. And then I fill it up and. That's what I do with the that big metal one. I actually I went back to metal. I was drinking only out of glass. Never leave metal. Yeah. No, I was drinking metal. only out of glass for like the longest time. I definitely did notice like a little bit of a difference as far as like the taste and stuff like that. Like to try to avoid as much plastic as possible. Man, so listen, you guys are noticing a little bit of a change here in the background from a green screen. I don't have all my stuff. It looks like a blankie. I mean, it's just a sheet. It's a green screen sheet. So this we actually used in the studio before on and off. Um, so speaking of the studio, we actually got rid of the studio. 
Um, as much as I loved it there, as much fun and uh, awesome podcasts and stuff that we had there, um, it was just time for us to step up things a little bit. Uh, also saving money for me, but we wanted to really start pushing the quality of the sound of the podcast. And I was moving anyway, I needed to move. So I ended up finding an apartment with a little bit extra space that wasn't going to kill me on the price. And now I have my own little studio area. And I just moved in last week. Moving during Easter is probably the worst idea ever. Um, But so now everything is going to get set up on the green. I think think moving period is the worst idea ever. There's really not much I hate more than moving. It just kind of makes you realize how much crap you own. And then every time you move, like, how did I still get this crap when I know I don't want any more crap? Well, it's not even that. I just hate the entire process. Yeah. It's like, I hate packing. I hate moving. I hate, like, I hate bringing the furniture out. I hate bringing the furniture in. I hate unpacking. There's nothing I enjoy about the process of moving. Never have. You know what's even worse is when you have someone bug you for like two months. Hey, bro, I'll help you move. I'll help you move. Just let me know. And then when you're like, okay, bro, I need your help to move. Oh, I can't make it, bro. Can't make it. That's why I don't say I'm going to help anybody move. I I think the person knows who I'm talking about. But I still appreciate you offering for two months and and not being able (laughs) to help me out on the day of. It's not your fault. It's not your fault, buddy. I, I saw a meme the other day and it made me laugh. It says, look, if you're over 30, hire movers. Yeah. Ain't no, ain't none of your friends want to slip a disc for some pizza and a couple beers. Yeah, exactly. No, listen, man. I mean, I've moved by myself so many times. The only thing that I really needed help on is getting the mattress because I have a California King and putting the TV up on the wall because I have the, the arm wall mount. So that part is actually pretty tough. I can put the wall mount itself up, but to get the TV, the TV up onto up. the arm, ooh, that's sketchy. Well, I offered and you said, well, maybe. Yeah, no, 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 I appreciate it. No, I appreciate it. I actually ended up working out because my dad helped me with the mattress. And I was like, let's just get the TV up two seconds. And literally that's what, we're done in like 10 minutes. I don't get the TV on the wall thing. Like I get like some people like it, but to me, I'd rather just have an entertainment center, put it, put that thing on the TV or put the TV on that. And well, you don't worry about you the wall. minimize the contact surface of dust. So like, obviously you don't want to minimize anything. And plus it, it gives it a little bit more of a minimalistic look anyway, but the arm that I have actually, I can bend it. I can literally bring it out like two feet and bend it. So if I'm here, I could literally put the TV up and I can see it from this room. So it's uh it's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, but I mean, you got some, I guarantee you, you got something under anyways, like to hold the cable box or the Apple TV or the gaming console. Oh yeah. 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 No, I mean, you actually remember the, the table that we had in the back in the studio, yeah. I put that in there now. So it's, it's still the same kind of look for sure, but I can't do the whole entertainment center thing where it's like 10 cupboards of like bullshit. And maybe you'll throw like a knickknack or something in there. No, I don't want any of that stuff. I want as minimal as possible. Uh, I only got like a couple of more boxes that I got to figure out where I'm going to put everything. Um, All the artwork that we had is going to go up in there in the living room. And we're going to start shooting some videos in the living room too. casting couch, you know? Um, And no, man, I'm I'm kind of, why am I always the one that's going to be the guy sitting on the couch? Listen, you want to earn your money, right? I'm just going to put you like this. (laughs) I'm just going to take photos of you. We're going to sit there and, and sell it out there. Um, the other thing that's happened is we had our good buddy Calvin because um, we've posted it up on, on the podcast, Instagram and things like that. Our, our friend Calvin actually uh, ended up in the hospital. He got attacked by his dog. So he had to, I mean, he, he was close to dying, man. Yeah, he was about two minutes from bleeding out is what the, yeah. the doctor said. So those two minutes that's go amazing. pretty quick. Two minutes is pretty quick. At that point, you're probably already starting to, to get the tunnel vision once you once that blood pressure starts going. I talked to him. He said he felt fine. I think the adrenaline keeps you feeling fine. Well, that or the herbs that the herbs he ingests. Too. Yeah, that'll probably do it too. Keep you calm. That's a that's a good vassal dilator. I don't think that'll probably help you out, but Anyway, um, they managed to get him patched up in time. He's in recovery. So big I shout saw him out to today Calvin. at church. Yeah, how's he looking? 
looking good. He's got the stitches out, but he's that's that the face scar is pretty pretty gnarly. He's gonna look like the white version of Seal. Yeah, um, from one side, yeah, for yeah. sure. So he actually had like all this. So it was here where the bite marks were. He had the scar, and his face was puffy. Like if you didn't know, like if it wasn't for the scars, it looked like he had mumps or something. Yeah. So shout out to Calvin. Hope you uh, heal up pretty quick, bud, and uh, see you back out on the mat soon enough. It was crazy because I saw him. He came to my Muay Thai class just a week before. We were sitting, uh, hanging out and talking and stuff like that. So, man, anything could happen at any point in time, man. So you guys got to take care of yourself. Pay attention to what you got to keep on. your head on your on a swivel when you find yourself in a vicious cockfight with a pit bull. And see, here's the thing. People are going to start going, oh, it's a pit bull. You got like. Listen, it's all on how you train them and how you treat them. Stuff happens sometimes. A dog, stuff, a dog. yeah, and stuff, and sometimes even good dogs, yeah, make mistakes. <laughs> Not saying that was what happened or whatever, but I've seen good dogs flash bad for a second just out of fear or misreading your, your yeah your actual like body language and stuff like that it happens. Listen, I was a dog trainer. I can say that I only had one close call and I was paying attention to the dog and I was training him, and he was not happy with the training. Mind you, this was all positive reinforcement training. There was no choke collars, none of that stuff. I didn't do any of that kind of training. And he just was not happy that he finally didn't get his way anymore. And uh, at one point I looked down just to keep eye contact with the dog jumped up and like went for my throw he only nicked i had a polo on he nicked the polo like right next to my throat i was like nope this dog's out go for it i'm like you need someone that's way better than me to control this dog i was a beginner i'm like you need someone that's that's like uh matt what's his name matt um from uh i want to say matt welch right? yeah he's an awesome dog trainer he's an awesome awesome dog trainer but um Listen, there's a lot we got to catch up on. Jiu-jitsu wise or just life? Just both. I think both. There's a lot of stuff that we got to cover. I don't know about you, but the thing that's been pissing me off the most was the Craig Jones, Gabby Garcia match that didn't happen. Yeah, that was, they had everybody logged in. I, that was all a work from the beginning, I think. They knew they you weren't going to so? have a match that day. Yeah. I don't know. Why why didn't they why didn't they go? So the 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 info that I got was that they tried to get some uh some organizations to actually cover and have professional coverage of the match, which newsflash wasn't gonna be necessary. Um and then the two people that they reached out to were interested, but they couldn't do it or something. Some stupid excuse, but at the end of the day. They did it on Instagram. They did it at, they were trying to do it at Gabby's gym or whatever. And it just didn't pan out, which is like, it's stupid. That's why, like, I kind of agree that it was probably a work. And they were just, I think Craig posted that graphic as a joke and it picked up so much steam. They're like, we got to do something. Well, you know, here's what I think, what I think happened, what I also think happened is I think they wanted to see, like, the people who like kind of put it together. And I don't mean Craig and Gabby. I mean, like, the people behind the scenes. Right. I think they wanted to see if there was actually any interest in seeing this. So what they well, did is they, they did a test to see how many people were would have watched. And now they could take those numbers and go, hey, this is how many people were logged on and ready to watch. Let's get a, a pay-per-view for $4.99 or $9.99. Or, that's a fair assessment. That's, that's actually pretty pretty smart way to think about it i didn't think about it as being like a test run i mean now they could easily go up to them and to anybody like fight tv or something and say hey this is how many people we got off of instagram alone live watching so there's money to be made now right. if you're gonna tell me it's gonna be a 14.99 for this one match kind of thing i'm not nope. gonna pay it i'm not gonna pay you it but if you put up a whole card if you put up a card of male versus female like grappling i'll watch it Oh, I don't know if I want to watch a whole card. I'd watch the whole card. No, that's, it seems a little weird. 
Like it seems it's just weird like we haven't done it before, but I mean, I know, I know. It's just like you know the the male. I, I guess you could say you could say chauvinist. Yeah, but I just think more the honorable male in me just does not want to see a bunch of dudes versus a yeah, bunch of Yeah, but you're a fucking 300-pound gorilla. We're talking about average human beings compared to us. Like, we're talking about the five foot six, five foot eight guy going up against a five foot eight grappling woman, like, where strength will be a little bit of a factor, but not as much as if it's, like, someone our size. Well, it would be a great – I mean, don't get me wrong. It would be a great commer- commercial for jujitsu. For sure. I think, um, but the, I just, as the shit as, show aspect would be good. The shit show aspect would really be good. Well, the shit show aspect. Yes. But I, I, I mean, and if you know, and how many girls win would make it, you know, would say, look, jujitsu is awesome for women. This is why you need to learn it. But at the same time, I just, I, I feel like a weirdo watching dudes try to beat up women. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just, it's just a weird dynamic. I, I mean, because I guess that's if technically you want to if you wanna, to... like oversimplify it like that, sure, <laughs> you could do it. Like, no, I don't feel like paying $14.99 to watch dudes beat up chicks, bro. Like, try. I mean, to we're not talking chicks. about like an MMA fight. No, I understand, but it's it's just I look, you see it happen at every gym. Girl, girls roll with guys, guys roll with girls. It's okay. But I mean, like I don't I, have an issue with it. I just I don't like the premise of I just like don't like the premise of it as Listen, bro, somebody you just need to stop being a male chauvinist with your patriarchy and all that bullshit like come on I don't bro. think that's what it is I think again I think it was I was raised a certain way when it comes to women and seeing a bunch of dudes it's not like if it was combat jujitsu it'd be like yeah guys I think we're gonna have to skip this one I don't want to see it. I still I, again dude what happens if a guy gets behind her and goes belly to back? It's like, I don't want to watch a dude belly to back a girl. It's just not my thing. Uh, I mean, at least not for jujitsu. Everything else you're fine with. <laughs> but I mean, I think at one point or another, that's all going to happen. I think oh, yeah, down, like, for sure at some point, there's going to be a male versus female combat jujitsu. Well, you know what's going to happen? Do you remember in Starship Troopers? I know it's a weird reference. Yeah, well, but no, Star- I'm used to that. Star- Starship Troopers, they had that game that was similar to football oh, that yeah, they yeah. were playing, but it was like co-ed it's, teams. It's the XFL. Yeah, it was like the XFL, but it was co-ed teams. So it was guys, girls on the team. You just did what you're supposed to do, you know? Yeah. Which, again, I get for equality, but at the same time, I don't want to see girls get trucked by dudes either. But what happens then if it's like it's the girls end up winning more than the guys? Like, what's the? What's well, then, the then I could come. I could come to accept it. But you know, there, I, I, you know, and this will be chauvinistic, but <laughs> I really don't see a sport where women are going to hold the power advantage over a dude. You know, I, I just don't see that sport. Where you know, and and that just means the demolishment on the dude side. It's just like, well, especially like content. I'm not talking like grappling words, finesse and technique, but like definitely football. You know, stuff like that. Hockey. Like I don't want to see co-ed hockey and and right. football. It's just it's just you know it's just I I feel like there's no woman that's going to be able to generate the consistent kind of power that a dude can on that side it's just on something like that i don't know it's just weird man it's just weird for me. I, I mean I, I get what you're coming from i i don't disagree on some aspects so i mean i would still want to see it i'd still want to see i just i love a good train wreck i love a good shit show i love a good thing like hey let's see what happens even if you think that you know what the end result is going to be i would still want to just sit there and see it i just well, what, what it. do you think the end result is going to be of gabby and craig jones i mean I think partially you're right on them doing a test. I think the other part was Gabby still has that broken rib that she was complaining about after her fight to win loss. So she's probably like, okay, well, why don't we just push it back, get like her more healed up? She's super strong. She's going to be way stronger than Craig. But with that being said, Craig has probably more than likely faced guys that are stronger than Gabby and wrecked them too. So 
if you were telling me, oh, Gabby against Gordon, like, okay, Gordon, Gordon will sit there and wreck her for sure. If it's, you know, you're telling me Gabby against like Vinny Magalesh or something, like, if, yeah, probably Vinny's still going to get after her. He just probably wouldn't be as hard on her. But Gabby against Craig, I think, is a little bit more challenging. I think it'll take longer than expected. But probably Craig's technique is way better than than Gabby's. I would easily say that that Craig's technique is way better than Gabby's. Not to say that she wouldn't have an opportunity. You know, I would probably say it's the equivalent of Craig going up against a six foot four Husamar Paul Harris that you know might not be as good at heel hooks or leg locks. But well, I think I think the the biggest difference in this match, if it were to happen is difference in game gabby has that traditional jujitsu which top pressure top like, pressure game yeah. well, i you mean know? i hope it's that because what else is she gonna do she's well, not gonna I'm be a delaheva player or something well it, it, it's 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 that old school jujitsu versus that new school uh you know th- that new school strategy it's you know it's it's using the legs to get to the other stuff yeah that's to me is the more important or the more interesting aspect of that of that matchup is her size and her style versus his style. I don't know. Either way, he he won last week for the funniest commercial or funniest advertisement for a match that I've ever seen. Which one? The the arm wrestling? No, the Tyratolo. Where he goes to a kid's program. He goes yeah, I'm, I'm and he just beat up right everybody. And beat up all the little kids. Yeah. Yeah, listen, Craig's a Craig's a funny dude, man. He seems super nice. Yeah, I was just super pissed off because I did I really genuinely wanted to see that match. I wanted to see that match. I think that to me, because of Gabby's size and strength, is more of a fair match than putting her up against, you know, Mackenzie Dern for a tenth time or um what's her face? Um shout out to Mackenzie with another win yes last night yeah she had a the armbar win good for her and she came out pretty much unscathed um speaking of which did you see Vicente Luque against Tyrone Woodley oh my gosh I missed it I don't even know who won oh you didn't know Vicente Luque caught him with a darts he didn't even need to do it oh yeah 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 yes yes I saw that I did see that I thought it was like that wasn't last night. That was last week. Yeah, that was last week. But, man, Vicente is a beast, and I'm super happy for Vicente. And at the same time, kind of sad for for Tyron Woodley. Like, I think you got to hang it up, bud. You have to hang it up. You don't have – you know what it is? I compare it to almost the exact same situation as Rashad um, after the knockout, after he got knocked out and he lost the belt. Cause remember like Rashad like retired for a little while or he came back, he took off for like a year. He came back and he just did not have that fire. He had the one fight. I forget who it was, but he had one fight where it was just, he was just jabbing. It was just this, the whole night was just this jab, catch, catch. catch, You know, I, I, I I have a theory on that and it's, I think the same thing happened to Connor too. And it has nothing to do with their skills. Once you get to the top, it's. I think it has everything to do with the motivation, and and I, I always go back to Rocky Three. He lost when, the eye of the tiger. Not no, it's not the eye of the tiger. That's not what they lost. The edge. Nope, not that either. During a talk, during the talk he had with Mickey after the confrontation with Clubber Lang at the at the statue revealing, mm-hmm. Mickey said to him, "The worst thing to happen to a fighter happened to you." You got civilized. Yeah. And I think that is like, that is like Connor's issue. I think that is Rashad's issue. I think that's um, uh, Tyron's issue is like, they get to a spot where they don't have to be like, they get to take that chip that was on their shoulder. They get to take it off Mm -hmm. and they no longer feel like they have something to prove. And so well, they achieve that, that goal. Once you achieve that goal, like you spent so long going after that one goal that the second you achieve it, you get to the point where you're like, ah, okay, like I did it. 
And some people can manage to continue keeping that drive where they're like, I, ha I have to keep it. I have to keep it. That's why some people's some people say their goal is to become champion. Right, right. Be champion for one or two fights, fine. But then there's people that's like, I want to be the champion for a long time. Well, well, no. What I think, what I think the issue is, it's still when I say civilized, it means they find that they can make money outside of fighting. Like before, they were fighting, they were hungry. They're like, I need this, I need to eat. So I'm going to fight to, to eat. Yeah, well, listen, and then Woodley they make, ain't making money off of rapping. I'm well, he that. was rapping. He was acting. He, so like he started seeing money coming in a different place, yeah. like, much like Connor with everything he was doing. Much Some like proper 12. <laughs> yeah. Much, much like Rashad with, you know, becoming such a um, a wanted property for fight, fight night commentary and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, they, they learned, oh, wait a second. I don't have to get punched in the face for a living and I can still make very good money. Well, that I, so it's kind of like to me that they got civilized as they learned that there's other things out there than, than just fighting. Yeah. And those guys, those guys had such chips on their shoulder coming in. They had so much to prove. And then when they proved it, and they held the belt and then they lost it. They, they're like, man, I don't really need to fight. That's I guarantee that, like, I don't guarantee, but I, I would bet that that's kind of the conversation they have is like everybody expects them to fight and they think they want to fight, but I don't think they really want to fight, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where, like, Woodley is. I think fighting got Woodley so far that – you just don't have – I don't think he has the drive to be a coach, you know. Uh, not that he wouldn't be a good coach. I don't know. But I think he just – yeah, he lost He lost that chip. Once you lose that chip, because the whole time it was always going to prove Dana wrong. I'm going to prove these people wrong and blah, blah, blah. And then he finally got it. He proved them wrong. It's like I don't have to prove anything to anybody anymore. I know I'm the champ. It's like, okay, well then, you know, go out and do your other thing. Be smart. Don't take these shots anymore. He's losing a lot of brain cells with the shots that he's taking. Like, Kamaru fucked him up. Gilbert knocked him out. Vicente choked him out. Who else did he fight? Didn't he fight somebody else after that, like, in between all that? I don't remember. It I seems feel like, like he, he did. Let me see. I'm pretty sure there was another fight. Because if he got fucked up by three of my friends in, in a row, I, I really feel bad. <laughs> I mean, like I've never met Tyron Woodley. I never. I don't think anything really bad about him, other than the the bitching. He definitely bitches too much. Yeah, Kobe. Kobe, a member broke his rib. He was on top with the top pressure. Oh and yeah, like yeah, Bulldog yeah. choked him a little bit, and he cracked his rib. So it's like, man, it's that's four losses right in a row. Yeah, literally in a row, and that was 2019, 2020. One in 2019, two in 2020, and then another one in March. And then he only fought once in 2018. It was Darren Till. He beat him. And then twice in 2017. So it's like he wasn't always the most super active fighter. 2013, he was super active. And that's when he was just fucking people up. But, I mean, yeah. I, other Like, Robbie Lawler was really his big, big fight. He lost to Rory McDonald. Then right after that, Rory left. So it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, whatever. There's not saying anything bad about him, but it's just kind of like, I think he he was lucky in the time that he came in. He came in at the right time where all the guys before him were kind of winding down uh, or he'll I'll get somebody you, super young. I think what's really interesting is watching the weight divisions, like how they shift. And like sometimes the 170 is the craziest weight division. And then people have, fall out from that then 185 185 was like cleaned out by um silva and then like weedman was like a downtime in in during the like it's been weird but right now 185 there's a bunch of killers it's like ready to go up 185 has always been like murderers row there's like it's kind of like the perfect body shape and size and weight for a fighter and that's where like some of the most dangerous guys are Right. It's kind of always been the case. Like Luke was at 185. 
And then he yeah. went up to, to light Bisping. heavyweight. Bisping. I mean, there's it's always like when you think of a fight, it's like that's the fight I want to see. It's always like middleweight and welterweights. It's always around that. that I don't know. Size. There's some lightweight fights that have been very, always been very interesting too. Yeah. Like, like 155 and up, have, have, there's always been something that makes me go, ooh, I want to see that. Yeah, the 155 to 205. Then you get the heavyweights where it's like the heavyweights, it's only once in a while where you get some really interesting matchups where you're like, I want to see that fight. Those are two, like, that's like you took the 185er and then you let them have an extra 30 pounds and you get, you know. Uh, well, like, you know, it's going to be interesting because I, I think they're setting up Nagano and uh, Derek, Derek Lewis, Lewis two. part two, right? Yeah. That's going to be interesting because that first fight was one of the most boring fights of all time. Neither one yeah. of them wanted to get knocked out. I don't blame them. I think Derek Lewis, Derek Lewis might might be able to get it. Th this this is a situation that could get Derek Lewis the heavyweight championship of the world, and it just be and and it's so I tell you what, man, Derek Lewis, he he can pull out a fight at the last moment, like unlike Volkanovski. Volkanovski, yeah. and then there was another one recently where or Volkov, Volkov, sorry, Volkov, but uh, there was another one recently that he he was like getting dominated because the uh, on the grappling or something like that. The last his last fight, I don't know who it was. Curtis Blades. Yes, yes, that's who it was. Curtis Blades took him down in the first, uh, the first uh, round r round, and then that's he he found his he found it in the second round and was like good night good night yeah. and now that he's like really really putting an effort on his cardio and his strength training and stuff like that where he's actually in it like he's not just kind of like oh i'm a big dude that can fuck people up you know okay let's go like now he's legit into fighting and wants to do good like where he wanted to fight man I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. There's not too many people that will sit there and say, I want that fight. I'd still love to see a grappling match uh, against Francis Ngannou and Gilbert. I still forget. You, you always forget that Matt Mitrione beat Derek Lewis. Yeah, that was a, that was a while ago. Was it? Let me see. That was 2014. At that point, nobody even knew who Derek Lewis was. Well, they did because he knocked out Guto. Well, we did because he knocked out Guto. Yeah, we did. I remember like watching that and going, "Oh no!" Because Guto was undersized for for heavyweight because he, yeah. he's a two hundred five. Now he's like two fifty. Have you seen really? Guto lately? No, dude, Guto is just fucking just straight muscle. He's like I'm trying to think of who I could compare him to. But it, Guto's got getting out of. That? Yeah, what was that? There's something like somebody screaming outside. So well, Guto's Guto's moved away from MMA, really, and is. I mean, no. he's still fighting MMA, but he's more like he's, he's more, more into glory, kickboxing. Yeah. yeah, which is great. I mean, that's his thing. That's what he really started off. He started off in kickboxing. So he was always a great, great kick fighter. He's got some amazing matches in glory kickboxing. And like, if you find his older, like kickboxing matches, dude, he's fast. So the fact that few people can, can stay at that size or get up bigger and keep that speed, it's tough to find. I mean, that's why he, he got, he's supposed to get, did he fight? He was supposed to fight Rico Verhoeven or he did fight. I think Rico took him out, which shows even more how big of a beast Rico Verhoeven is. Yeah. Rico, Rico won. Yeah, um, so, it looked like it was a uh, a decision, unanimous decision. Yeah, no, but Rico Rico was piecing him up the whole time. It was like, like yeah, he got a couple of good shots in, but Rico was just kind of treating him like a sparring session. Which I hate saying it because Guto is a friend of mine, but Rico is a beast. Rico is one of those guys in kickboxing that is just on a whole different plane. Almost like Gokan Saki was just like this high. Like I think. At that weight class, Rico's is better than than Saki. Saki was just scary. Um, he, back to jujitsu. Yes, since we so, are jujitsu radio. A couple of things that we got to go over. Um, let's see. First off, bat. Let's do this one. I'll go down the row. So remember Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, 
illegitimate child that ended up ruining the whole marriage thing. Yeah. So what's his name? The one that um, looked more like him than any of his other kids. Yeah, exactly. The one that actually looked like Arnold. Yep. Um, so now he started uh, jujitsu. I forget what his name. I want to say it's Joseph or something like that. Hold on. I think so. Uh, what was it? Uh, Joseph Baina. Yeah. So he started training jujitsu. Now he's training at jujitsu or at Checkmat Northridge. Um, so it's cool. He's a white belt. He says it's fun getting your ass kicked every once in a while. Excited yeah. to keep learning. So it's good for him, man. He's kind of like a small dude. I didn't realize, but he's kind of like a small dude. But short? Yeah, he's like shorter. Are you but sure? Yeah. What's, what's, what's his name? Joseph? Joseph Baena. B-A-E-N-A. Baena. Baena. Where did you see a picture of him looking short? Uh, at the Checkmat logo on his Instagram. ProJo2. His Instagram is ProJo2. I mean, you could probably just look it up and look at his height. He's probably got to be like six foot. Yeah, I don't know. Because I know Arnold got smaller. I was taller than Arnold when... when uh, well, Joe, Arnold him. was like six feet, six foot one. Yeah. He wishes he was as big as me. Yeah. He's got his dad's genetics. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt that your dad injected himself with steroids on a fucking weekly basis. That's somehow going to get embedded into your DNA at one point or another. His other kids got those those Kennedy genetics. That's why. So yeah, nope. He started so good for him. Um, curious to see uh, if he decides to start competing. He'd probably be a beast. Um, I don't know how athletic he truly is outside of the bodybuilding aspect. I've never seen the kid like even in a video. So, but good for him. Um, the other crazy thing is uh, remember. Half Gracie, of course, I know. Health. So he got uh, he got his uh, six months jail and the fifty thousand dollars for the assault two years ago at the at the Worlds. Um, he penned a letter to kind of give his point of view. So we're actually going to read it if I can find it. Here we go. Um, yeah, let's see. We'll get. Uh, let me get from the beginning. He's two months into his sentence, like two, three months into his sentence, um, a six month sentence. So I'm assuming they'll probably let him out at like four. Um, this was in BJJEE.com. And this is what uh, he posted. I guess this was a uh, Instagram post, which is how he managed to post on Instagram while he's supposed to be in jail. Don't know. Not going to ask. Yeah. Funny how that funny how that works right um so let's see it says as you may have read i have been sent on an extended vacation time moves slowly in here hard to believe it's been only a month and a half the most difficult part so far has been being away from my family friends and students i want you to know that i think about you every day every hour it's usually henzo that has a quote for every occasion but there's one quote from one of my heroes that i will never forget nelson mandela once said a winner is a dreamer who never gives up, and I refuse to give up. Hold on. Why is Alf quoting Nelson Mandela in his prison letter? Um, well, Nelson Mandela was wrongly <laughs> imprisoned. And assaulting someone are two different things. Am I wrong? Uh yeah that should not have happened at all <laughs> right the, that is not the quote i would have been like dmx quote maybe you know stop dropping quote i'll give you down. a tupac quote i'll give you a tupac quote if you want you know like but don't quote nelson mandela like especially now is it like you're you're really pushing all the buttons you're risking somebody getting pissed off anyway i digress let's continue this has been a real learning experience for me because I guess going to jail after all the years of beating people up finally kind of catches up with you. I spent most of my time thinking and reflecting. Even after this short period of time, this experience has profoundly changed me. I will come out the other end a better man, a better father, a better teacher. The jail, gu jail guards treat me well and respectfully. Many even train jujitsu. In fact, they treat all the inmates with respect and dignity. Their job is not easy. They are tested by the inmates daily and they maintain their professionalism through it all. They have been, they have my total respect and admiration. 
I would also like to express my sincerest gratitude for all the love that I have received recently it has been overwhelming. I read all of your messages. Each note is like a breath of air. Please keep writing. I would love to hear from all of you. The address is below. There are strict rules. If you write, you only use only white paper and do not send any items, not even pictures. Don't be sending dick pics in <laughs> jail, please. All right. Um, but no, he, he legitimately has his, uh, his number, the address and everything. It says booking number 3187307, Half Gracie. IRC men's and women's facilities, 550 North Flower Street, Santa Ana, California, 92703. In case you want to run on the letter, respectfully, don't send dick pics. I wonder why the whole white paper thing is. Why the whole white? Why it has to be white paper only. Um, maybe because they don't want to, they don't want them to try to like make it look like they're sending private messages on a different color paper. I don't know. Uh, you lost me. Like maybe they're sending them secret messages or like if it's a different color paper, maybe that's how they used to sneak in acid. Here's a letter. Oh, right. I got you. <laughs> you know I what mean, I'm you saying? You can still have acid on white paper. So, I mean, is what it I is. Know. I don't know about that. I'm just I don't know nothing about that. I would imagine. Um, yeah, that, the whole Nelson Mandela thing kind of. I don't think I'd have the balls to be quoting Nelson Mandela if I was in jail. Uh, you know what I always think so about? Because like, you, well, unless you think you're wrongfully jailed. <laughs> Again, apartheid and hitting someone with an elbow to, to the mouth, making them lose teeth is kind of totally different in my book. But I mean, who am I? Who are you? <laughs> who the yeah, fuck am I? I, look, maybe. Yeah. But, I, you know, maybe to him, look, this was this was done in the streets that nobody should have been between me and him this is this shouldn't have been cops and well i mean i don't know i don't know. i mean i'm just trying to i'm just trying to look you're looking for the bright side i'm well i'm looking for the you know i'm looking to see if that's what it is right you know what the quote or like that what you think that's what he was trying to say i think that's what he was trying to say gotcha all right let's keep going um listen i think we should write half a letter you want to do it <laughs> Can we doing crayon? Oh, that's fucked up. He's a grown ass man. I'm not writing it to him. No, crayon. I'm just trying to. Maybe it'll brighten his day. Maybe it'll be like, oh, I want to write him a letter that says, "Please tell me the most embarrassing Henzo story, so we can read it on the podcast and draw, and then draw a dinosaur on it." Should we do it? Or Should dragon? we write him a letter? No. Why not? I mean, we could. I mean, I'm not trying to do it like disrespectfully. I'm just saying. No, like, no, it, no. I understand. Like, like, but at the same time, uh, I don't know, dude. It just sounds weird. I don't like, <laughs> I find it weird writing somebody a letter I don't know. Uh, you never had a pen pal growing up? I did. She was from Japan. Um, well, how's that any different? I sent her one letter. She sent me one. And that was it. I remember I did do that once. I don't know. Did you ever do the, man, you would definitely not do it nowadays. Um, did you guys ever do like you write a letter and put it in a balloon and send it up and hopefully somebody found it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did that. We did that in middle school, middle school and elementary school. I remember doing that where we put it in like a little bag and we sent it out. Like nowadays, you're going to get the environmentalist pissed off at yeah. you for sure. You'll get a serial killer. Someone and it couldn't gonna... have gone that far. I mean, honestly, how far can a balloon go? Oh, this is pretty far. Well, did, like maybe two to five miles at the most. No, 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 no. I mean, if it catches the wind. Yes. It's no. not going to go that far. No way. I it, guarantee you. Oh, I bet you. I bet you the Google machine knows. Google it. Do pen pal balloon distance. How far Let's see. will a helium balloon travel? Actually, oh, right. so years ago, I want to say this was in Atlanta. There was some kind of like not a protest, but some kind of like event, right? Where they were trying to show like spread love or some bullshit. Um, and they filled up like 10,000 red balloons and they had it in a net in the middle of the town or like, I, I want to say it was Atlanta and they released them all. 
And all of a sudden, like 10,000 balloons go flying everywhere, absolutely destroyed <laughs> the electric power grid. It kept on getting caught up. Like the amount of pollution and damage those 10,000 balloons caused, I think it became like a law where they weren't allowed to do that. All right. So go ahead. I want to hear. Hypothetically, it, it could go hundreds of miles. Thank you. Science. Hypo hypothetically. Yes, science. Science is science is hypotheses. Mm, yes, but it's like no, uh, we had man, the... we had people that had like we launched them and they got ah uh, man, I want to say people in different states and things like that. I mean, at one so point, I'm gonna read, I'm gonna read you this. Okay, many moons ago, when I was about half of my current height in fifth grade, we did a class experiment to determine the answer to your very question. Each child got a helium balloon, tied a string to it, along with a stamped self-addressed postcard that said something to the effect of, hi, my name is blah, blah, blah. I'm in the fifth grade, and we are conducting an experiment to how far a helium balloon will travel. I am releasing this balloon from Fort Belvoir, Virginia. If you find this, please be so kind to tell me the city where it landed by writing it on the postcard and mailing it back to me. Thank you very much. I was happy when the postcard arrived in the mail. This was a really long time ago, but the best I can remember is that it landed in the next state, perhaps a few hundred miles away. There was no way to tell how long it took there before the balloon returned to earth. However, the results were varied amongst my classmates with pushpins. We plotted the various landing spots. They all traveled approximately the same distance. That's kind of cool though. Yeah. Would you do it? Send a letter up in the air? Yeah. I would send a, a letter up in the air with a picture of a middle finger. Oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> that'd be so good. Can you imagine? Can send, you imagine uh, one day you're just walking? It's like, what's this thing tied to this balloon? <laughs> Let me open it. It's just like face down. All of a sudden you turn it and turn it up and it's a middle, middle finger. finger. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I say we do it. I'm down. I'm down to do it. The, my only request, it's a biodegradable balloon, just in case. We don't want to fuck up the seat. Is there a such thing? Yeah, I'm sure there's got to be. Dude, let's do it. Come on. You want to do it? You do the middle finger. I'll send a photo to... I'll send a... Are we going to draw the middle finger or are we going to take a picture of it? No, I think you should take a picture. It should just be like this. Just like... So you can't see your face. Should be no, it should be like, yeah. like put, just in case you don't know, oh, I'm flicking you man. off. That would be so funny. <laughs> so I, would, I, I would just laugh if that happened to me. I would just laugh, and be like, All right, I got And you know, you know, what we do is we do that and we put JJ uh, at JJR radio, yeah, like you're welcome. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, that'd be hilarious. Oh, I would love to do that. All right, I'm gonna look into it because you know how they always do the Chinese lanterns and stuff like that. Like once yeah, but it's, it's risky where we it's risky doing doing it where we are, and they still do it. They still do it. I went and to a wedding by they, risky. Yeah, it's like it'll go catch in the water. On fire. No, it'll go in the water. Yeah, like how close we are to the to the to the ocean, the odds are it's going to get blown out to sea, and no one's going to see this thing. No, not necessarily. The water comes from out from the wanna, east to the west. Now I want to release a thousand balloons. Oh, dude. Middle fingers. That'd be so good. <laughs> I would love to just do it like with just like your jujitsu sucks and then just the middle finger. Just leave them in random places. <laughs> if you're reading this, your jujitsu sucks. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. 500 balloons going out in the air this afternoon. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. Um, so, well, that's I mean, good marketing, though. I guess. Like, be, not good. It's not, it's not cost effective it's probably not even effective as getting it it's not even viral marketing that's just it's not even viral fucking, marketing it, but it's hilarious marketing. marketing oh man um and i'm a big fan of hilarious marketing so not to get too serious real quick i know we're running out of time but remember a few months ago where we discussed the um the accusations being put on rafael de freitas uh, Bahata, uh, Barata, Bahata, whatever way you want to call him, mm -hmm. um, where he was accused of criminal sexual penetration. Like basically he was being accused of, uh, raping this woman. 
Um, and they said that they had it all on video and stuff like that. And they claimed that it wasn't true, this, that, and the other. Well, he's been cleared of charges of drugging and raping uh, a client. Was this the one the where he went over to her house and they had? Yeah. 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 So check this out. Juice. So they, so it and, gets crazy. And so, we talked about that. Remember, we were both like, yeah. like normally, yes, you, you got to believe, you got to, you got to believe the woman and, and at least investigate it. But at the same time, you shouldn't demonize the the uh, accused until you know it's for real. Right. So the they released the documents and stuff, um, and it says, let's see, comes now the state of New Mexico buying through its deputy district attorney uh, enters a nole prosequi without prejudice in the above captioned case while probably probably cause existed at the time of arrest additional investigation um, has revealed that at this time there exists an insufficient factual basis to meet the state's burden at trial which basically means like there's no truth there's not enough truth in any of the statements to, to well it just means him. there's not enough evidence right well get this so uh reading on the article continuing um uh, Bowles Law Firm, which represents the, the Freitas, released a statement on the situation back in December, claiming that the intercourse was consensual. We represent Rafael de Freitas Barata as uh, a well-loved and very accomplished jiu-jitsu practitioner. Um, blah, blah, blah. The charges are false. The video proves Mr. de Freitas innocent of a crime. He will present evidence that she invited Mr. de Freitas over the morning in text poured alcohol and had liquid THC and her actions and response during the video reflect a completely consensual encounter. Her statements to police also show that she had motives to bring these false charges. So she plotted the whole thing to, to try and set him up. Um, well, here's what's weird. Hmm. How is it all on video? It could be one of those nanny cams. Like, you know, those, at her place or yeah. at his place. It could be a nanny cam. It could be like a ring cam or something like that. I mean, tons of yeah, people. Yeah, but then if it was her, cameras. if it was her, if it was her camera, you would think that she would get rid of the evidence that would make her like, it almost makes me think he was filming the whole thing. And it, that's just as weird. So. Listen, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, she's the one that's sitting there trying to, to set him up, you know, let's see. Um, on November 17th, a woman reported the rape to a detective and said it happened at her home during November 7th session with the trainer. She said she had been taking lessons from Freitas for several years and on that day was having him massage her legs due to recent cramping. The woman said that Freitas is flirtatious with her and several other women he trains, that she at times found his behavior inappropriate and that there was never any romantic relationship between the two. The woman told police she drank half a glass of wine and then ate breakfast and drank orange juice with Freitas before the session. She said she went Who to the bathroom. Who drinks half a glass of wine in the morning? Whoever's getting private lessons at home because they got that kind of money. She said she went to the bathroom and came out to find Freitas had prepared her a second glass of orange juice. The woman told police she added a shot of whiskey and ginger ale to the drink and about 30 minutes later began feeling sleepy. Well, but you put you put whiskey in your own drink. As Freitas massaged her legs, she said that she quickly passed out and awoke hours later naked from the waist down and that Freitas was gone. The woman told police she massaged Freitas, saying she was embarrassed and asked Freitas about her being naked. And he replied, yeah, you were fine. Don't feel this way at all. You're good. She said she remembered she had a security camera installed in her living room and gave a copy to the video to police. According to detective's description, the video shows Freitas possibly dropped something into the woman's orange juice while she was in the bathroom as his hand makes a flicking motion over the glass. After Freitas begins the massage, the woman's like appear to get heavy, like dead weight. The detective says Freitas has been removing her short is seen removing her shorts and appears to force oral sex on her while she's passed out. Ooh. The detective says that before leaving the house, Freitas takes the woman's hand, her arm appearing limp, and rubbed it on his genitals. After Freitas left, the woman stayed motionless on the couch for 50 minutes before sitting up. That doesn't sound like there's no like. That doesn't sound like there's no evidence. That sounds that sounds creepy as fuck. I think her mistake is the fact that she had all that alcohol. Yeah, like, but the that doesn't mean the sex was consensual. I'm not saying that it was. But it's still kind of sounds he, like there's a lot. That by that description, 
That sounds rapey. Right? Yeah. Like if you were passed out and I came up and I grabbed your hand, I was like, uh, and rubbed it on my nuts. You'd be like, bro, what are you doing? Well, maybe not if you were massaging my legs. No, I'm saying, but you know, if you, if I, you're passed out and I grab your hand and put it on my nuts, you'd be like, no means no, bud. Yeah. But after you gave me oral. No, it's the other way around. You're the one taking the massage. No, 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 no. Yeah, I know. But sh- you, you be the one performing oral on me. And then afterwards yeah. he took my hand. No, that's not the way that happened, bro. Yes, it is. Reread it. Oh my gosh. You're a writer he, and you he he performed oral on her while she was passed out. Uh Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. I'm reading it the other way around. It says removing her shorts and appears to force oral sex on her. I'm thinking like he forced her on him. No, 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 no. He put he did oral on her. Yeah, that ain't happening. Sorry, bro. I hate to blame. I hate to break your spirits on that well, one. We probably shouldn't joke about this like this, but at the same time, this is pretty rapey, and that's I don't see rapey. how this. I don't understand how that's not enough evidence. That seems at pretty damning evidence, right? Regardless of whether he. Regardless of whether he drugged her or not, the oral sex should be enough. Should be enough. The taking, you know, unless I don't know, unless they have texts where she's like, "I want you to do this." Blah blah. It could blah. be. It could be. I mean, I've listen. I've received some pretty crazy texts in my day. I've 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 received some pretty crazy requests in my day. I don't think I could ever say that I've received these, but I can, if that was the case, maybe, but even then at the end of the day, especially with the way things are right now, that's, that's still not going to be like enough to sit there and say, like, I'd find it hard to believe where they said like, well, this is what you said you wanted in the text messages and this is what happened. But even then, like, that's kind of, oh man, that's harsh. I don't know how that happened. It's like at, at that point, they might as well release all the information because that's not fair. Yeah, that's kind of crazy, dude. That's so nuts. People are fucking weird, man. Nuts. I, I don't get it. Whatever. Anyway, that's what happened. Supposedly he got cleared. You guys take it how you want it. You you come up with your own. Um, we are we're at where we're at on that one. Um, all right. Last thing, you're running out of time. You good to go? Yeah, yeah. We've got uh, five minutes. Okay, so. Last thing, big news. Uh, Polaris looks like they're coming back. They're having another event coming out. It's going to be Team UK slash Ireland versus Team USA. Now, we've discussed this. It seems there's a a big push now to really kind of do these, you know, Team Brazil versus Team USA kind of events more and more. Um, You know, we've had the UFC versus Bellator or whatever. uh, What was it? WEC Pride. that Sakuraba event uh, quintet uh, last year, two years ago. Um, now they're going to do a Team UK slash Ireland versus Team USA. They announced that JT is going to be one of the representative from Team USA, which alone to me, it's kind of like, well, you might as well just go ahead and give the medal to Team USA. Because I can't think of anybody that's based out of Europe that is remotely close to the same level as JT Torres. I can't. Uh, they have, uh, what's this guy's name? I forget. The other announcement that they made for for Team UK Ireland is Derek O'Connell. And we've seen him compete before. Uh, what's the other Polaris he did? He... He went to a draw with Hopstock and Santeri Lius. And I mean, the guys won some some Europeans and stuff like that. Um, mostly no gi opens. So I you can't I you can't put ADCC two-time champion, JT Torres, European no gi champion. I'm sorry, it's not even remotely close to the same. You, well, you know what the, I do know that that the European jujitsu scene is Improving. coming up and yeah. like especially the polish uh the polish contingency for sure and there are a lot of polish killers out there in, for in sure the jiu-jitsu world um i do i think they're on jt torres's level no but at the same time stranger things have happened 
Not, not with that. I mean, not coming off of ADCC. Um, JT, granted, has had kind of an on and off year with not being able to train as much because of COVID and things like that. But I think he's probably still training more than what they're training in Europe compared to their their lockdown compared to ours, even the fact that he's up in New York. But, man, I, I don't see it being – I'm sure they might team UK – Ireland might get one or two wins depending on how many people they pick, but no, I, I think that's, it's probably not the best way to go about it. And I get it. Listen, Polaris like, is, is um, based out in the UK. I think they do the events in Wales. Yeah. Um, but well, at least some of them that I've. Yeah. But no, it, it's, I'm, I'm sorry. And there's some amazing competitors out of Wales, but no, well, speaking of which, I know you got to get going for, for XFN and we got any big matches coming. I signed up for fight to win for the end of the month. Yeah. Uh, Miami open. I have nothing as of right now that, uh, but I might move down a weight, uh, age class to take on one of my buddies, Chad fields from, uh, Oh, Chad Kodak. Yep. Kodiak, uh, not Kodak. That would be, I know. I, I say Kodak. So uh, I might take, you know, him and I might have a match. He, But he might be moving down to super heavy instead of ultra heavy. So we're going to make that determination depending on his weight. Nice. So that'll be rad. Um, some people have problems competing against, you know, people they know or people they consider friends or pals or whatever. I don't whatsoever. It's jujitsu, man. It's like. Yeah, but you're also not a dirty fighter. I think if it's like, you know, someone that might potentially be a dirty fighter, then yeah. Um, you know, there's some people that get extra grimy when it comes to competition time compared to. Fun well, we levels. all give a little bit more on the on the mat on the competition mat than we do the training mat. But look, man, it's just one of those things. I don't I don't need to get angry, and you know, if, if I win. Speaking you know, of which, whatever happened with uh, with Justin after the last match? I know he was kind of a little upset. Well, we, I just saw him at the uh, at the New Breed last weekend. And uh, well, we're he's he just won the fight to win. He had a fight to win match in Austin. All right. So he did. He did. He did. Uh, he you know he was happy about that. And, you know he wanted that redemption, and I'm glad he got it. Yeah, good for him, man. Shout out to Jay Z too. Jay Z competed. Yeah, last night for the Emerald City Invitational. Uh, it was a, it was a 16 man tournament. He won two of his matches. One by the G Lock which was rad to see because I, and uh, I have a text from him where he was like, yeah, dude, he goes, when I was out there, I kept hearing you say, you got to go for this because this is your move now. He's like, I swear to God, I was thinking yeah. of you when I was out there and it, he got in the first match, the first match, the guy in the second match didn't, didn't give him the, uh, didn't fall for the trap. And yeah. then uh, the guy in the third match uh, pulled guard. Awesome, so, man. Yeah. Jay-Z has a lot of, he has a lot of very unique moves that people don't realize he uh, originated. Um, he's one of the, f I think, if not the first guy, he created a very unique style on his ground and pound for MMA and like Valley Tudo, the way that he comes in. He comes in with his knee, yeah. the pinched knees and stands over him. Yeah, like he does like a very, very unique style, which I'm not trying to throw out his his moves and stuff, but listen. Well, you can it, watch video on it. Yeah, you if you go and pay you attention to Watch video to, of him doing ground and pound. That's one of, again, Jay-Z is one of the fighters that it's he's a a fighter's fighter. It's one of those guys that if you really follow the the fight game and grappling game, like then you know who Jay-Z is. But if you are just a casual, you're not going to know, you're not going to know what kind of fights he's had and I mean how much the, the dude's young. Shout out to him too. He also had the baby finally. Yep. Congratulations. They had the baby. So good, you know, good on him, man. So appreciate it. All right. Listen, we got to get going. Sean's got his uh, commentary work to do tonight. Um, where's we'll the, where are you guys streaming out of now? Uh, we will be at Renegades. Oh, man. You haven't had fights there in forever. Our last two fights have been at Renegades. Oh, really? I didn't know that. So tonight's will be at Renegades as well. Are they going to be streamed? Yeah, on flow combat. Oh, nice. Listen, at least nobody's gonna get shot there, right? Rise. Oh. Yeah, it's not that. Look, it's not their fault. Unfortunately, actually, it's a hundred percent their fault. It's a hundred percent their fault that they let a guy in without checking his bags, which is actually the wife's bags. 
And then there's the footage of their security guards that they hired letting the gunman go. Well, I did see that. That, But I'm talking about Rise. wasn't their fault the dude brought a gun in. There's plenty of people that could bring a gun into XFN. They don't get screened. But here's the thing. They made the statement, oh, we've never had fights or anything like this at our matches. Wrong. Wrong. There's been plenty of times. I've literally (laughs) been in the cage when it happened. You sound like wrong. uh, uh, What's his name? Murphy. Charlie Murphy. No, wrong. 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 But listen, all right, dude. Have fun tonight. Tell uh, tell the whole crew I said what's up and uh, have a good match. Don't forget to check out our Twitch channel. Check out twitch.tv slash karajitsu. We're going to have another charity event coming soon. We're going to make an announcement in the next couple of weeks. Please check out our sponsors, Chocaloha, Jiu-Jitsu Subco, AJG Fight. You can link up with them all through our website, jujitsuradio.com, or you can find them on our Instagram at jujitsu radio. Everything's out there. Shirts are coming. Shirts are coming. Did you did you test out your shirt? Not yet. Oh but man, I'm gonna... it's nice though, right? Oh yeah, I'm gonna wear it to my next uh, next tournament. Nice. So listen, keep an eye out for the shirts. Check out jujitsuradio.com. If you like the podcast, please hit the subscribe button. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit the little notification bell. This way, this way. Should be under Sean. Sean, Sean, your bottom left, bottom left, point it left. That's your right. Yeah, there you go. Go check it out. Appreciate you all. Hope you guys have a great week, and we'll catch you guys next time. Peace.